Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Air and Earth Podcast. Today, I have a very special episode. This was a live class in a three-part class that I'm currently doing called Ego to Abundance. So today's class, the class that you're going to be listening in on, is all about the dark shadows of the ego and how they impact our businesses. So this can look like attachment to how things will work out and money and needing certain clients to come through. It can also look like imposter syndrome and not enoughness. And it can look like fear of uncertainty and not knowing how everything's going to work out and letting that stop you. So this was a great, great, great class. I'm so thankful for everyone who came to the live and everyone tuning in. If you want to come to the other two classes, the next one is Friday on, this is the day after Thanksgiving. So if you're listening to this live, then you can make the live. However, you can also join and find the recording through the link that is down in the show notes. The next class is all about embodying the heart of service. And then the class after that, which is on Saturday, is all about healing your relationship with money and using it as a tool for good. So these classes are on the 26th and the 27th of November. They're totally free. The recording will be up. You go to the link down in the show notes and you sign up and then you will get an email and I'll send you the link to join my Facebook group. So I also want to let you know on top of those free classes happening right now, I have two offers opening. The first one is called Enrichment and it is about embodying the path of service as the as the road to prosperity and abundance in your life and how to do that as a leader. We're covering how to create abundance and form content sales and marketing that will really transform your people and make them trust you and want to work with you versus that clinging neediness. Um, we're doing some detoxing of analysis paralysis, how to find authenticity, how to cultivate personal power, power and calibrate your clients to their empowerment, um, how to handle the dreaded business backlash and that fear of judgment and what if I get a refund request and all of that kind of stuff and so much more. There's so much that I'm covering in this class. I'm not going to go through it all, but you can find it on the sales page. There's a link down in the show notes for that as well. This class is December 5th at 11 a.m. There will be a replay. It'll be about three hours long with Q&A and homework after the class. It's $99, an awesome value if you're looking for something that's super supportive and really a great value. If you're looking to go deeper with me, I have another offering open, Worthy and Wealthy. This is my money relationship course. You can find lots of podcast episodes on the show all about my perspective and my teachings on the relationship with money how to heal your relationship with money, how to find courage when it comes to money, how to trust money, how to receive money, how to hold on to money, all of that kind of stuff from the energetic, the embodiment, and a bit of the structural standpoint, a bit of the, the you know, 
logistical kind of stuff. So if you want to join that class right now, you can save $300, including getting enrichment for free by joining it. The pre-party price is only going to go on for a few weeks. So if you want that, the link is down in the show notes as well. So go ahead and listen into the episode. I'm so thankful for you. Please share this episode up if it is meaningful to you, and I will talk to you soon. So today's class is about about the three parts of the ego that relate to business. So the first one we're going to be talking about, oh, look, y'all, Shannon, you said, I remember chatting about North Carolina. I was going to move to Asheville, but spending some time in Charlotte for now. Oh yeah, I love Asheville too. Hi, Courtney in South Africa. Hi, Holly in Vancouver Island. Oh my gosh, Regina, Saskatchewan. I hope I said that right. Hi, Sarah. Uh, hi, Javid in Virginia. Cool. What part of Virginia? I lived in Virginia for a while. Lauren and Ithaca, nice to meet you all. So the three parts we're going to be talking about are fear of uncertainty, imposter syndrome, <laughs> which is a big one if you are someone who's building a business or wanting to be a leader or growing your leadership, and then also attachments in relationship to business and money. So I want to ask you all before we get started, I asked this in a story on my Instagram recently, and I got so many good replies. So I want to hear it from you all. Where, where does ego show up for you in relationship to your leadership? So I'm going to be asking you, if you've ever been in any of my classes, you'll know that the way I teach is by asking a lot of questions. <laughs> That's part of it, right? Part of my process is asking questions. So let me know. Oh my gosh, we have friends from all over New Zealand. One of my current mastermind um, sweet potatoes is in New Zealand. I love that. And then another from South Africa all over. Oh my gosh, I'm so thankful you all are here. Yeah, so let me know. How does ego show up for you? in your business? How does it get in your way? So maybe does imposter syndrome come up for you? Do you get caught up in like not knowing how it's all going to work out? So you feel frozen. Do you like have this great idea? And then suddenly the next day you're like, no, it's not good enough. You still live in Fairfax. Oh, we have some friends connecting. So let me know. And then we'll dig into the teachings. I think there's a bit of a lag usually in these things. It takes a minute. How do you define ego? So for me, it's it's like the, the perception of the self that's like in a negative way, the way that disconnects you from others, the way that disconnects you from feeling like your work is of service, the way, the, the thing that like cuts you off from feeling like, you have something good to give to the world. You have something to, to create and that you get to be a leader, right? And I'll talk about it more with each one. It can be a variety of different things, but I'm just curious for you all how, how it shows up for you. But yeah, thank you for that question. That's a great question. So I'm waiting for some of these little responses to come through. I'm gonna take a sip of my tea. I do this thing when I teach classes <laughs> where I'll make this like great cup of tea. Like look how foamy this is. This like foamy frothy tea. Okay, that helps great. Fears, not being enough and being enough the biggest one overall. Okay, we're gonna talk about that in the imposter syndrome se section. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Who else? Don't be shy. Don't be shy. If you're in my world, you you can't be shy. Well, you can be shy, but okay, same. Oh, I think you all are having a difficult Finding the courage to take the leap and leave the security of a regular job. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. We're going to talk about that in the first section, uncertainty. But yeah, I make this tea, and I'll, like, drink a sip at the beginning because I get excited. And then I'll start talking so much that I just forget about the tea altogether. <laughs> and then it's cold by the end of the class. I think self-doubt is a big one. Debating if something is good enough, not trusting my intuition. Ah, yep, yep. Okay, comparison, feeling like something is wrong with me when clients say no after chatting about services. Ah, we're going to talk about that in the last section, the attachment section. I feel like for me, the ego gets in the way because I get ridged and want my work to be the way the ego wants it and maybe not what clients need from me. I can't tell if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Buddy, do you hear Forrest crying? Hey, go to bed. Go to bed. Go to bed. I love that boy. Okay, let me read this one again. I feel like for me, the ego gets in the way because I it gets rich and I want my work to be the way the ego wants it and maybe not what clients need from me. Okay, so that can come from a variety of different things, like thinking your work has to be something else and not like actually being there with what is meant to be yours. That's a big one. I can't tell if this is a good thing or a bad thing. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, it can just be learning, you know, part of this growth process of being a leader and creating and being an entrepreneur is, is going through this process of like, trying different things, trial and error. And is it, is it like, is what we do ever wrong? Not really, but we're always deepening into something that's like, more and more. Am I able to record this? Yes, this will be up on the on the Facebook page after. This will actually be, this one will be a podcast episode that's out today. The other two will not be podcast episodes, but they will be on this page recorded. Cool. Procrastinating, important stuff. Hi, Anna. How are you? Procrastinating, important stuff, not taking myself seriously enough. Okay. So that might be a little bit of self-sabotage. All right, cool. Also a big sense of being torn between how I think I should do something and professional culture norms and shoulds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rewriting the story. <laughs> Detoxing and deprogramming. I hear you. Guilty. When something to, when something goes wrong or in a different way than expected, I feel responsible and guilty. Ugh, that's an attachment thing, too. That's an attachment thing, too. Um, cool. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about how this is going to go. I'm going to go through each of these three sections and teach teach from each of these three sections. So this is a free master class. This whole series is a free master class. I am a big believer that I, I don't do the thing where it's like I give you the information just enough to like get you into one of my classes. I believe that the information here gets to be just as good as one of my classes and my classes are amazing too. And obviously since the classes are longer periods, like each of these classes will probably, I'll probably teach for about 30 minutes where a master class that I'm currently selling is going to be three hours. And a course that I'm going to be selling is like freaking, I don't know, <laughs> like hours and hours and hours and hours and weeks of content that you get lifetime access to. But I truly believe that like I get to show up here and I get to teach you to the best of my ability. And if you want to join the offers I have available, I would love to invite you to join. But I am here like serving you all and, and wanting you to get the most out of this. So feel free 
one thing that really helps me when I'm teaching, especially since this isn't on Zoom, so I can't see you or anything like that or hear you, it really helps me is if I say something and you either resonate with it or if you have a question, let me know in the chat, okay, so that I can give you exactly what you need. That's part of the really great thing about being here live. So on that note, I would also encourage you, if you like this class and you feel like it's helpful, to put in your calendar and come to the other classes too so that you can get like the full experience, okay? Also feel free if you really like this experience and you want to tell friends about it or share it on your story. I love reposting those and giving you a little bit of a share back. Um, and that just helps me get the word out about my, my classes and my courses and my work. And I really, really appreciate it so much. I thank you all so much for your support. I love my work. I am so glad to be here teaching you today. I'm so thankful to be, you know, making classes and all of that kind of stuff. It really means the world to me that you're here. So yeah, thank you for doing this. Thank you for being here. Honestly, I wouldn't, I couldn't be doing this here if you weren't here, right? So we wouldn't be having this shared experience. So let's dive in to the actual teachings, okay? So part one, whew, that fear of uncertainty. So who was it who said, I'm afraid to leave the nine to five and jump into entrepreneurship? And can you tell me why? <laughs> I already know why, but like, because I've been there, right? But But tell me why. It feels scary, or anyone can say this if you resonate with this or if you've been through this. Why is it scary to go from a nine-to-five job where you're having a paycheck either weekly or every other week and where you have these set hours and where you know what you're doing every day and maybe you have a boss who's telling you what to do to going into being a new entrepreneur? Or maybe you're already an entrepreneur but you're at this level and you're ready to go to that next level. So maybe it looks like being a solopreneur who's making a certain amount and putting out a certain kind of you know, content in classes or whatever it is. I teach a lot of teachers, so a lot of times I speak in the language of like, you know, coaches and teachers and that kind of thing. But just take, you know, what applies to you and, and that kind of thing. So maybe you're at this level and maybe you want to go to this level where you want to hire someone to help you. So you maybe want a VA or you want to outsource some stuff and get someone to build a website for you or you want to make this much more money or you want to pivot, right? Maybe you're teaching this certain thing and you're wanting to teach something else. So what what is it that holds us back, right? It's this, it's this disconnect of not knowing how we're going to get there and not knowing like if it's a safe space because to us that's like a dark fuzzy idea that we have no idea how to step into it. So a lot of times we start to make up these stories and a lot of times these, these stories might not be stories, right? It might be something that we've experienced before. So I've had some clients who have quit their jobs, gone into entrepreneurship and it didn't work out the first time, right? And they went back to their job and that's okay. And now it's like, the second time they go through it, someone in my mastermind is going through this currently. They are going through it again. They're, they're like coming to the very end of a contract. They have a few weeks left and they're like, oh my God, like I have the same fears because I went through this thing where like it didn't work out the first time. And because my mind is tracing back to what happened before, I'm telling myself the same story, even though I've grown a ton and I know so much more and I have so much more support and clearly has like so many more people coming to them asking for their work, right? So really what happens is there's this level of heaviness, 
where we get so caught up in our heads and in the fear of like this, how is this going to work out for me? This can't work out for me because of X, Y, and Z. If I don't know how I'm going to do it, then, then I just can't do it, right? We're going to talk about how more in the attachment section, the attachment to how, the attachment to understanding how it's all going to work out and how to clear that and how to be more present as you're building a business and as you're building your leadership. But yeah, it's the money and uncertainty, right? How am I going to be able to support myself, right? It was me. (laughs) Hi, Megan. I'm afraid that my own venture isn't going to work out and I won't have the security of set paycheck. I felt that too, you know? I held on to the possibility that I could go back to be an engineer for a good six months after I quit. And that was too with like, I was very, very lucky that I I moved home. My dad actually got sick, which is why the thing that pushed me out of my job, if you haven't heard this story, I was an engineer. I knew it wasn't for me deep, deep down in my soul. I had known for years. <laughs> and then finally I was woken up with my dad getting sick. He needed my support at home to help take care of him and for him to get back into health, which he is now, thankfully. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to go do this. I'm going to start my own business. And it took me six months to go from making a few hundred dollars. Like I made a few hundred dollars each month for six months, for six months. And then finally I did what was calling to me. I started putting out courses and my whole, my whole business changed and my whole life changed. I started getting support too. I got my first, my first coach in that period of time too, but it was scary as shit. (laughs) It was scary. I woke up every night, every night just like terrified of like, oh my God, I have no idea what I'm doing. And I would think five years into the future. So instead of just building it day by day by day by day, I would think five years into the future. And my idea, right, like five years in the future of how I was going to be supported, right? Five years in the future was like, that was stopping me. Well, it didn't really stop me, but that was freaking me out and limiting my creative power and my intuition and my, my like gusto to make things work in the present. Do you hear that? Do you understand what I mean? Because I was so worried about how I was going to feel five or 10 years down the road or how I was going to be supported five or 10 years down the road, I was limited, limiting how I felt and what I thought I was capable, capable of in the present. So the key here right? Part of, part of this process is learning to be more present. Because another thing too, is that the truth is entrepreneurship is uncertain. And being a leader and putting yourself out there is uncertain. But you know what else is uncertain? Life. (laughs) Every day. And we've been feeling that so hard this year, right? Who has felt some uncertainty this year? Who's had some wake-up calls this year? For me, my big wake-up call was when I thought my dad was going to die. That was the big wake-up call to me. I was like, if everything is that uncertain, then like me starting a business doesn't feel that big of an uncertainty because life is so uncertain. Our lives are extremely, extremely precious. And yes, time can feel like forever, but also time can feel like nothing at all. Time can go by quickly. And for me, one thing that drives me every day is like when I get to the end of my life, whether that be today or tomorrow or in 90 years because, I don't know, medicine's really good and I love to be 128, 
Am I going to look back and say I lived my life to the freaking fullest? Yes, you all are agreeing. You all are agreeing. You all are agreeing. So for me, I can face some uncertainty now. I can face some some hardship. I can face some fear. I can face some struggle. Because guess what? It doesn't get easier, but you get stronger. (laughs) And it does get easier sometimes. But I'm telling you, as you're growing and as you're building a business, my business has grown a lot this year and it's going to grow a lot next year too. I'm talking like 7xing, 8xing kind of kind of growth since the beginning of this year. And there are periods where you're flatline and then you shoot up and you grow And then maybe you flatline again and everything feels hard and like things are falling out of your life and people are falling out of your life and, and, and you're, you're questioning yourself and you're questioning why you're doing it. But the thing that keeps you going is this resilience that you're building of knowing that you've made it through hard things before you've made it through uncertainty before, and you can make it through uncertainty again. And also too, we talked about this yesterday in Integrate and Up Level, if I have any of my Integrate and Up Level friends on here. Another thing, too, is that when you have a connection to something bigger than yourself, right? So when, that, when I'm faced with uncertainty, what I remind myself and what I've truly proven to myself, and I know deep in my system and my bones, is that my work is of high integrity and is helping people. So you here on this live stream, whether you are paying me or not, whether you ever will pay me or not, My goal and my mission is to support you and to give you information and to give you techniques, strategy, like whatever, to help you rise up and to help you become this leader that you've always been and that you've always meant to be and to like share some courage with you. And I know and I see in my clients, right, and I didn't see this at first, but this is why you keep going and you prove it to yourself. But I see in my clients huge shifts in, in all ways of being, in the ways of operating with their business, in the ways of like how much money they make, in the ways of, you know, with their relationships and how they treat themselves, how they see themselves. And I love this work. And I also know, too, that I am a person of high integrity in all areas of my life, right? So I show up sustainably. I have an eco house. This house is fully eco, fully solar. It's like, I love it. This was a a dream of mine. I thought it would happen in 10 years. It happened in two. Things are possible. And I try to bring that integrity into all areas of my business. And what I know, what I believe to be true for me is that when we have this level of wanting to support other people and help other people, and I believe that all of you here have this, and we'll go into imposter syndrome in a minute. But I believe that all of you here have this. You have this good-natured soul inside of you that really knows that your true fulfillment comes from serving others and from helping others and from loving others. And that by uplifting yourself, you're uplifting others. And by uplifting others, you're uplifting yourself. And I truly believe that you have the resilience and the capability to move through any sort of uncertainty while staying connected to the fact that you are meant to help people or the planet or the animals, whatever your jam is, whatever your jam is, jam on toast. Okay. Let me read these comments. How y'all feeling? 
I'm at the point where I've been looking for a job for a year and nothing has come up. So I'm finally doing and have the time to focus on what sometimes what I've learned is that when I look past sometimes in my life, there have been sometimes where I knew something was supposed to happen. I knew I was supposed to do something and I resisted so hard until the universe or God or whatever you believe in looked at me and was like, okay, we're going to make it happen, bitch. Like you're going to listen. You want to sit down. You will listen. You know, I believe that we're being guided all the time. I just posted a little, <laughs> a little meme on my Instagram. That's like, when you're trying to grow or when you ask the universe for help, but the universe knows that you need to go through some shit to grow. And it's like this hand like reaching out of the water and then like someone reaching down and then it's like a high five. <laughs> and then the hand just like disappears into the water. <laughs> I, yeah. I believe that, that our lessons and our hardships can be here for us if we so choose that. And I know that we go through a range of, of, variety of things that people are all starting different places but I really believe that that's true cool okay let's go on to the next section the next session section is imposter syndrome so does anyone here struggle with imposter syndrome and how does it show up it still comes up for me <laughs> it still comes up for me it came up not so much anymore right but like especially big time when I was first getting started oh lord oh lord because when I didn't, and this is why getting support is so great and why you being here right now is so great. When you don't have evidence yet that your, your business is going to work and that your work is going to help people or the planet or whatever, sometimes one of the best things to do is get someone to support you so you can rely on their knowledge that it's going to work. Do you, do you understand what I mean? If you don't have evidence, if you don't have proof, if you don't have the belief, if you get around someone who's been where you are, but they're further ahead, you can rise up and calibrate to their level of belief. Because you can say, all this shit crumbled, this person was supposed to sign on with me and they backed out. I've had this happen. One of my one clients came to me and was like, this person was going to sign on. And then like, I got weird. I messed it. I think I messed it up and I think they're backing out and like all of this stuff. And I, I told her these stories about all the times that I've messed up sales, all the times that I thought someone was going to sign on and they didn't all the times where I got overly attached. Right. Which we'll talk about next. All the times where like just shit went down in my career. <laughs> Which has happened a lot, right? And that's okay. That's okay. Again, refer to number one. It's uncertainty. You go through things. That's part of the growth process. That's part of having a business. And she, I remember we were on the phone and she was like, she was like, that makes me feel so much better. <laughs> that makes me feel so much better. And it's like, yeah, you're not alone in all the stuff you're going through. It's totally normal to have complete hey lazy it's totally normal to have completely off days it's totally normal to fuck things up it's totally normal to even have weeks sometimes where you're like oh god what's going on that's okay it's okay you know we're learning to be compassionate with ourselves here and we're learning to be compassionate with our clients right and to truly love ourselves and to truly love others into that place of healing and growth and whatever it is that we're creating in the comments yes I'm constantly asking okay wait here we go here we go struggling to navigate self-employed for three months and struggling financially I feel you I feel you I was there too I was there too wondering if this will work 
or to find a new job. Again, yeah, Shannon, it took me six months <laughs> to I I could show you I have my spreadsheet still. It was like August, September, October, November, December, January, February, things started to change. It was like three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, four hundred dollars for six months. And then it in February, I think I made like $2,000, which was for me was like huge. I was like, oh my God. And then it it started to go up from there. And I hired a coach who like, it scared the fucking shit out of me (laughs) because it was like as much money as I had at the time scared me so much. And then, yeah, it's like, to me, it kind of goes like this, that first period, because you have the most resistance against you. You have the most doubt because you don't have all the proof yet. You, you don't have the big picture view. Lacey, you know what I'm talking about? You don't have the big picture view yet of like the growth cycle. So when you're first starting out, you have the most doubt against you. You have the most negative self-talk against your business. You have the most pressure because you're not making money. And that's the part that, that is going to like give you the most resilience too. So it's up to you, really. Like, you you don't have to be self-employed. But at the same time, this is why I believe so strongly. And this is why a huge part of what I teach. I also teach, like, the structural part and all of that kind of stuff. But what inspires me the most and the thing that I think will keep you going and keep you connected. Because I don't want people to just build businesses where they're making a lot of money, but they feel empty inside. I want people to build businesses where they feel like they're thriving and they're helping other people thrive and they feel so good in their lives, right? And they're like, like claiming their power and like living and like all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So that's why the foundation of everything I teach is this connection to self. And I mean, self as in like self as in like, like to me, it's like connection to God, connection to divine, connection to purpose, like connection to love, you know? And that's the strongest force that I think will keep you going. So I love the shadow work. I love the, the, the manifestation work. I love, like, the energy work, the mindset work, the embodiment work, the, like, all of it. I love that. Spurs me into action. I shouldn't do anything because it isn't good enough. Yeah. Also being too dependent on external validation. Ooh, big one. Yes, I'm constantly questioning if I'm actually helping people. I realize, though, this is insatiable need of the ego for validation. Exactly. Exactly. Definitely feel imposter syndrome because I don't have tons of experience and testimonials. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, I feel you. Me. I doubt my abilities and worthiness. Many times I feel it is never enough. Mm-hmm. Shows up constantly wanting to learn to prove that I have enough knowledge to share. Cool. I don't have a business. I'm in uni studying to be a dietitian. Imposter syndrome shows up for me when I feel like I don't belong and there's someone who better deserves my place in the program. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you for sharing these things. So imposter syndrome to me, oh man, it can feel like when you're in it, it can feel like you're a victim, right? It can feel like I'm not good enough. You know, this person's better than me. Their work is better than mine. Um, This one person didn't get results. So like, how am I going to get results with anyone? Um, It can stop you from like moving forward and taking the next steps and all that kind of stuff. Shadow work is the number one most important place to start in my, my opinion for me too. When I started really connecting to my fears instead of just ignoring them and having them waking me up at night, then things started to really shift for me. Yeah, for sure. Shadow work is huge. Love it. 
So, where was I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Being an imposter syndrome can feel like you're a victim, really. But like Lizette, 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 I think I was saying right now, Lizette said, yeah, it's just this ego's need for validation. It's insatiable. It's insatiable. So t to me, there can be two sides, right? There can be the side where you're in the imposter syndrome and there's this not enoughness and like this is never going to work out and all this kind of stuff, this spiral downward, right? And then there's the side where we're like, everything's going great. <laughs> and we like kind of lose our, our humility for a second. And we're like, ain't nobody can tell me nothing because I'm the boss. Like I made money today. I make money every day. Like I'm judging all y'all secretly, even though I feel like I'm not. You know what I mean? Like when things are going good and then you're like getting attached to the like good stuff too. But either way, and then also you can put like pressure on when things are going good. And you're like, I can never have it go bad again. Because it's going good now. And I will never have it be bad again. But for me, how to clear this, how to start to clear this, is to kind of like put your hands up with either side. When things are good, you just let that be, be good. And you don't make it mean something. Like when things are going good, don't make it mean, ah, oh, I finally figured it out. Because guess what? You'll have challenges again. Or like, oh, now I'm on track. Everything else was terrible. And like, that's in the past. And now everything's great. You're probably going to cycle back around again. That's okay. Right? And the same thing about when you're feeling down. If you're doubting yourself, don't, don't make it mean something. These are just thoughts. These are just fears. It's not the truth. It's not the truth. I mean, sometimes this stuff can come up. Like, you may have a fear of someone asking you for a refund. That's happened to me a couple times. And guess what? It's okay. Because someone asked for a refund, does that mean that my work shit? No. We don't even know why they asked for a refund. Well, I do, right? But there's different reasons. There's different reasons that people, you know, may judge you or may, you know, not be able to pay or may, like, have... It was COVID this year. <laughs> you know? People were losing jobs. It doesn't mean anything about who you are. It doesn't mean anything about who you are. And you may fear judgment, right? When you're like starting to put out content and you're like teaching and you're in the public eye and all that stuff, you may fear people judging you. And there will be people who judge you, but they will judge you regardless. There may be people who even attack you or come at you or like, but that's a, sometimes, the, again, the way I look at it is I step back and I don't make it mean anything. So it doesn't mean like, fuck them. They're assholes. You know what I mean? Like they clearly don't know shit about me because <laughs> I'm the boss. You know, I don't make it, I don't go to that, that, that side of the spectrum where I'm like, I'm the best. And I don't go to that side of the spectrum where it's like, like, why would they say that to me? You know, I'm trying and like, this is really hard. And you know, I'm like, I'm failing or like anything like that. I stay in the middle of like, hmm, is there something that I did that I could have done better? Is there something I'm missing? Also, like, can I, can I just, like, have compassion for this person? A story I have of this is the first time I put out Worthy and Wealthy, which is actually the course that is opening now today for you all if you're interested, is it was in May. And it was right, right, two months after COVID happened, a lot of people were losing their jobs. And I was scared to put out this class. I was. It took me a good six months of knowing I needed to teach money work to actually do it. Because I was scared. Because <laughs> I had imposter syndrome. 
right? And I put up this class and I had like more people sign up for my classes than I usually had at that point. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is great. <laughs> and like people who were unemployed were signing up, people who were employed were signing up, all sorts of people were signing up and people got really good results from it. But I had one person come into my DMs and was like, how dare you? You are trying to like, you know, you're like, what's the word called? You're like hunting, not hunting, but you're like, like saying that I was taking it, that's it. I was taking advantage of people who were vulnerable. And to me, that, that wasn't true. Because if you look at a lot of my messaging, I'm very clear that I'm not, I don't do a lot of like pain point marketing and like, this is hard, I'll save you, you know? That's not really my jam. My jam is really like, like let's, let's do this good thing together. And if you're feeling empowered in this choice, I'm happy to take you on. I would love for you to come into the class. That's more my style and it really works for me and it makes my clients feel really, really good. Um, which I'm going to be talking about too in the masterclass enrichment, which is another thing that's open now. I have two things open now. So my, my opinion when it comes to imposter syndrome is to sit back and look at the big picture of everything. And again, coming back to that mission of like, actually, this can be about me and me making money. And yes, all of that's important. But also, is there something deeper here? Because I can make money tons of ways. I, I joked around in one of my classes recently that like, I could maybe like sell foot pictures on Instagram and make a bunch of money, right? But like, that's not fulfilling for me. I'm not in this just for money. Yes, I love money. Clearly, I teach about it. It's done really great things for me. But like, I'm not in this just for money. I could do so many other things where I could be way lazier and not have to do so much shadow work, right? Because it's like imposter syndrome about feet pics. No, like, it's feet pics. But like, which I'm, I wouldn't actually do that. No judgment if you do, that's fine. But like, for me, like, this is my, this is my passion. This is what I love to do. If everything were free and we just like, were hanging out and chilling and like, just had everything we need, I would still be doing this work. Right? So what comes up for you all around that? Yes, I totally agree. Connection to self is the most important thing we can tap into. It is the true essence of us and guides us into the way we align with most. It's actually where I'm going with my business, guiding people to their inner voice. Love it. Beautiful. Okay, let's talk about the next thing, attachments. <laughs> so for you all, where do you find that like attachment comes up in your business? The three things that I wrote down, actually I wrote down four. The four things that I want to talk about today are attachment to certain clients. So especially when you're getting started, it can be easy to get attached to like, this person has to sign up. Like this person asked, this person, I had a call with this person, they need to sign up, I needed to come through this, this source, you know? And it puts pressure on them and they can feel that energetically. Rather if you're detached and you're like, for me, if someone doesn't feel empowered in making the decision, it's not the right time for me, then that means there's someone else who's better. Not better, but like a better fit for now. And I'm going to keep showing up and pitching until the, the person who's a good fit and has an empowered decision comes through. Right? The next thing is attachment to money. Oh my God, this is so big, especially when you're first getting started. As your business grows, you have to spend more money. You don't have to, but like, I'm not saying like spend everything. Like that's not true. 
but it's natural that maybe like you get started and then you get a coach and then you get a course and then you like hire someone to do your graphic design and then you're paying for a website and then you're paying for a place to hold your courses and then you're paying someone to do your website and then you have a virtual assistant and then you have maybe like an online business manager and then you have, I don't know, it depends on your business ads manager and then you have like a higher level coach that costs like eight times more than like your initial coach costs and then like, you know, on top of that, then you need someone to clean your house because you're so busy and then you have like not busy, but like you don't want to clean your house anymore, right? Because like someone else can do it. Or maybe you have someone, you decide like, I don't know, I want to like have an office out in the back like me. Like you just, you, you start, the way I look at it is like the higher level of support you're giving out. So like the more people who are in your, like your courses and your content and your teachings and the more like, I don't know if you have like locations maybe you have like 30 coffee shops opening up the more the more that's going outward the more energy going outward support whatever it is the more energy you need coming inwards and then also vice versa right and that can be looked at like money when you're putting things out you're going to be circulating more money to create a foundation for that and to create inner support for that the same thing can be true with your practices right with your like your your mindfulness body practices whatever it is that you practice right i'm sure most of us here have some sort of like daily practice that you try to keep up with so with money too we also get this fear of the other the other side of it like if i put money out it's not going to come back to me like i have this much and i have to hold on to it and i can never let it go because like i'll just never make money again and i won't be able to support myself does anybody relate to this does anybody feel this because I I felt it strong, and it still comes up for me, but especially at first, I felt it strong. Terrified to spend money. Especially terrified to, like, level up and spend more money than what I was comfortable with at the time. So for me, the amount I spend in my business now would have scared, like, I wouldn't, like, the amount I spend in my business now was, like, my financial goal at the beginning of the year. My revenue goal. And if someone had told me, oh, you gotta spend this much, I would have been like, whoa. But you you start incrementally, incrementally, inching your way up so that if you spend like $150 on graphic design and maybe that freaks you out now, over, over time, you can change your relationship to spending money and seeing that it circulates back to you as you have support, as you have things that are aligned with your business, right? So that will eventually transition and where $150, this is an example from my life, $150 felt really tight to spend in my business first. Over time, as my business grew, now it's like my website and my new branding is like $9,000, you know? And if someone had told me that I'm spending that, back then I would have been like, what? So the key here is to like, this is the whole point of Worthy and Wealthy too. And I teach it in almost every single class, but Worthy Wealth, Worthy and Wealthy is my class to like go in it. Like we go in it, like a whole class with your relationship to money, with the deep shadow work money, <laughs> the money shadow work. Because it is so important to heal your relationship to spending money, keeping money, right? Like saving money. I was so bad at that for like the first year and a half of my business. I could not figure out, as I made more, I spent more. And I could not figure out how to actually save and start building up a, a, a fund for myself. 
which I've changed that now, but I had to do some deep inner work to figure out why do I not feel safe? Why do I not feel capable of holding money? And then also with receiving money, a relationship with receiving money. There's so much deep work there. Oh my God, it's too much. I can't even, I can't even go into it all right now. This is why like, I love doing the free classes, but if you want the deep work, like really, yeah. And if you like me, consider joining some of my other courses because we'll go much deeper because we have more time, right? The next thing is the how. The how, we get so attached. I remember when I was wanting to quit my job, I would sit down and I would write all of these different ways of how things could happen. And I actually think I ended up doing like none of those things. <laughs> but for me, I didn't feel safe unless I like, I was like, somebody give me a map. And I even had this experience, right, where like so much of what I teach now is really you finding your own path. And I'll give you options and stuff, but I really want to teach you how to listen to yourself and find your own path. And I joined this class that was like a year long. It was like so much money. And it, I, I had just gotten tired. And I was like, I want someone to just do it for me. Just tell me how to do it. And so I joined this program that was like kind of the opposite of what I teach now, where it was all like, this is how you structure your business. Go. This is how you structure your business. Go. Do it like this. Don't ask questions. Just do it like this. It'll work. And it didn't work for me. It didn't work for me. Right? Because I was so attached. I just wanted I just wanted someone to do it for me. I just wanted to figure out how. How? But guess what? You'll never know how. Because you'll get to one how. You'll just you'll have one breakthrough. You'll have one launch or whatever it is. And guess what? There's another. You'll make some money and then you'll spend it. And then guess what? You got to make some more. You got to figure out this is why for me, when day by day by day is so important. Day by day. And I change my mind all the time. But I'm listening to myself, you know? And that's what I want to encourage you all to do is to not get caught up with how is this all going to work out? Like, I can't take these steps because I don't know if I'm going to be supported. Like, start to cultivate trust in yourself and your ability to figure it out and your ability to keep going. Does that make sense, y'all? Okay, talk to me. Does anybody have any questions? How are you all feeling? The important part of all of this, the first, the first, first, first thing is self-awareness. For sure, is self-awareness. And then really forming a relationship to all of these, these things that can come up, these fears of uncertainty, the imposter syndrome, the like, the attachments, the connection to how, all of that. And start getting to know it. And through that self-awareness, you'll have more ability to see things clearly. And then again, get support, do your practices, all of that kind of stuff. Okay, you all, I want to let you know we're going to wrap this up. If you're just tuning in or if you missed the beginning, there is going to be a recording of this in the page, the Worthy and Wealthy page, or not Worthy and Wealthy, Worthy and Ready page. Um, I want to let you know, though, that I have two things open right now. The first thing is a masterclass called Enrichment. It is all about like cultivating this, this heart of service. And I have a lot of things that are going to be involved in the masterclass. You can go check out the sales page if that's interesting to you. It's $99. It's going to take place on December 5th at 11 a.m. There will be a replay if you can't come. There will be homework after. How I do my masterclasses is I teach for about two and a half hours because <laughs> I like to go hard. And then I open up the floor for questions and answers. Okay. I love master classes. They're one of my favorite things to teach. If you're someone who's wanting support, but you're not wanting to spend a lot of money right now, then that could be a good place for you to start to get a lot of encouragement and courage and, and just, 
yeah, you can read you can read on the sales page what all is included and what all we're going to cover. The second thing that's happening right now is Worthy and Wealthy. It actually opens December 30th, but I'm doing a little pre-sell where if you want to sign up for Worthy and Wealthy, if you know you want to do the masterclass and you want to do Worthy and Wealthy and you're like, I'm ready for Worthy and Wealthy, I'm ready to do the money work, like I want to dive in and just like knock this all out and get this kind of support Worthy and Wealthy is on a pre-sale price. It's normally $999. Right now it's $777. There are payment plans as well. And if you sign up for Worthy and Wealthy, if you feel called to do that, you also get to come to the masterclass for free. So really you're saving like $300 if you're wanting to do both. So I'll put those links in Worthy and Ready. Um, I'll also talk about it on the next two classes because I would love to invite you all if you feel interested and you want to come. But regardless of if you join or not, I am so happy you're here. I am so thankful for you. I love getting to do this with you. Um, and I hope to see you alive on the Friday call. Okay? I hope everyone, if you're if you're celebrating the holidays or if you're taking time off, I hope you have a really great time. I hope everyone is staying safe and staying warm and, yeah, really treating themselves really well during this time. Okay, you all, well, that is it. Let me know if you have any questions. You can ask any questions in the Worthy and Ready Facebook group. And I'll put those links down. And I will see you all on Friday for the topic of really embodying the heart of service. And our money call, Saturday is going to be our money call, <laughs> which I'm excited about. You all will see I'm such a nerd when it comes to, like, the money stuff. I get so, like, jazzed on it because I did so much because I was terrified of money. <laughs> so scared. Oh, I love you all. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. See you soon. See you soon. Goodbye.